Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume, the Managing Editor at the Lancaster Patriot. I'm joined today by Joel Saint, Pastor of Independence Reformed Bible Church. Joel, thanks for joining me. Good to be here once again, It's been Chris. a little while. Good to have you back. Joel, today we're going to be talking about Lidditz Pride Festival, Lidditz Chooses Love, uh, sodomy, unfortunately, to a degree, at least as it relates to celebrating this sin publicly. So, Joel, let's give some background to our listeners as we talk about this subject. So last year, uh, June 19th, 2022, there was a Pride Festival at Lidditz Springs Park in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, obviously in Lancaster County. There was an outreach conducted by Independence Reform Bible Church, the church you pastor. So I want to talk about that briefly first because we're going to be addressing today what's happening with this Pride Festival with Lidditz Springs Park, with the Lidditz Moravian Congregation, with Lidditz Chooses Love. I want to kind of lay this out for people who may have been wondering what's happening here, what's the background. It's been in the news, it's been covered on the Lancaster Patriot, it's been covered in other media in the county, uh, LMP, WGAL. So we want to explain what's happening from our perspective. Now, I did reach out to Lidditz Chooses Love uh, through Facebook, requesting them to talk, requesting a debate or discussion, have not heard anything back. Uh, I'll try to send an email as well. Also reached out to, uh, I think, Lancaster Stands Up, just to get some dialogue on this, and it certainly seems like they're not interested, but we'll give them more time. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, Joel. To start off, what was, what was that outreach? How would you describe that outreach in Lidditz that, that you were at, I was at, at last June at Lidditz Springs Park? Yeah, Chris. Um, yeah, we were there, um, 18, 18 guys. And uh, I would say hundreds of conversations uh, took place. Interestingly enough, there were those that did want to talk to us. Uh, there were those that, um, shall we say, just actually wouldn't leave us alone. Uh, at, at times, just and at times would talk to us. At times, would scream and yell at us. Uh, there were those that went by who didn't want to talk to us. Sometimes, and, and, and there were plenty that would just kind of kind of yell and, and, and move on. Now it's a pretty big park, so if you wanted to get away from us, it could be easily done. Right, and we were not, despite what some people may have said, uh, in, in the heart of the park. Yeah, I mean, the, the point of contention was a public sidewalk and then a few feet over. Yeah, yeah, we, we were not. In the park now, maybe you could say technically, well, you can't be past this sidewalk, which we did move then. Yeah. But to your point, it was easy to, yeah, to get away from us. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't want to. Yeah. No, they didn't want to. They they stood there and talked. And that's why I say like hundreds of conversations because, in between, um, sometimes we we preached uh, and, and and then sometimes we talked. But I, I was looking around. Different times you might see um, one of our eighteen guys talking with two or three people at the same time. Uh, going back and forth, and sometimes again they were they they would yell at us, and sometimes they would we would talk. But we were there to converse as much as we possibly could, to tell them of the there is there is good news. Christ died for sinners here. That is good news. The only way, Chris, that's not good news is if I'm not a sinner. Well, um, we're all sinners. Uh, <laughs> that's that that the Bible is really really clear on that. Uh, not to even mention human experiences quite clear on this point. But to talk about the park here for a second, I mean, there were two entrances into the park, for example. Mm -hmm. There was a black back entrance, a front entrance. We weren't even at the back entrance. You could, you could come in and out of the park and never even see us mm -hmm. if you wanted to do that. But I, I mean, I remember looking around at one point, and there might have been, Chris, 20 or 30 people talking to us. I know I had a couple conversations with folks. I want to say this, and this is a, this is a 
there are some things about that day that are heartbreaking still to me. One of them is this. I myself did my best to engage people on the idea of meaning. Is there such a thing as meaning? And consistently, and it's not just true of my interactions with Lidditz. Um, I, earlier, um, I think the day before, I had an interaction with, uh, with some folks at a, at a Pride Fest at, um, at, at, at Clipper Stadium. Right. There's a, we did an out, the church did an outreach as well the day before. Yeah. Yep. And in that, in that case also, and, that, and, and those two cases are not the only ones, I have consistently had folks at these uh, you know, festivals of perversion tell me that there's no such thing as meaning. Uh, that is a consistent theme. Now, they can't really support that because even to say that there's no such thing as meaning is a meaningful statement in itself. But they tried to push it. And I would ask this question. Right? No, so, you, you mean this means nothing? You're out here promoting what you believe. This means nothing, and I get there's no such thing as meaning. Uh, another quick example here: um, the day before at, um, at 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 Clipper Stadium. Now, this wasn't at Lidditz, but it's a similar similar type thing. They were celebrating perversity and perversion, and I asked two two guys came in. They were decked out in the rainbow outfits, and one was wearing what could be considered to be a dress, whatever, right? And I asked them, I said, um, hey, I said, would you, would you gentlemen like to have a discussion about eternal life? And the one guy, the older guy said, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. And the younger guy said, nah, it doesn't mean anything to me. Well, okay, now he's, he's showing that he, he maybe wants to talk a little bit. You know, he just didn't say no. He said, ah, that doesn't mean anything to me. And I said, you mean eternal life doesn't mean anything to you? He said, any of it. I said, um, you mean eternal life or, or this life? He said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I said, you mean this life doesn't mean anything to you? He said, no, this, this means nothing to me. Now, shame on us. If we say we know Christ the way, the truth, and the life, right? If we can't even talk to folks who want to tell us that they have no interest in life. Yeah, and to your point, I had, there's a lot of conversations I had both days as well. I mean, a lot of really good conversations also, especially the first day there in, in Lancaster City before uh, we were asked to leave the, the grounds of the stadium. Right. We were engaging in a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations. Yep. There's really no issue there, and, and people, some people were open to talk, some weren't. And again, I mean, that goes back to one of, which we'll talk about later, one of the reasons that, that you would go out to something like that, that I would go out to something like that, is to share with people the message of Christ. Yep. So we'll, we'll come back to that. But, but anything else, uh, you know, it, it, there was also, that was an encouraging aspect, but you mentioned the, the discouragement of the, uh, really the nihilistic worldview. Yeah. And a lot of young people as well. Yes. Yeah, that was, uh, it was heartbreaking. It's still heartbreaking, Chris. Uh, there's one young man there. He looked like he might have been 22 or 23 years old. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't tell for sure. Um, you know, multicolored hair, the whole thing. And he told one of our guys, he said, uh, he was talking, and that was, a, that was another guy that would sometimes just scream at us. And other times he would just talk normally. Right. And other times he would listen. Yeah. It's just uh, interesting times here. Um, you never know what you're going to run into. But at one point, he told one of our guys, he said, uh, look, he said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm miserable. I'm not going to be happy until I get my operation 
to transition. Okay. Uh, quote unquote, quote, change operation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And um, our, our guy asked him, you know, one of the counselors or one of the uh, folks there said, uh, well, okay, um, from, our, from our church. He said to this young man, he said, um, and there are a lot, of, a lot of people standing around, a lot. That's important. That'll come up here in a second. Our, our guy said to him, well, um, okay, you're, so you believe it's going to make you happy. What if it doesn't? It might make you happy for a week or two or three, whatever. Mm-hmm. What if after that you're not, you're not happy anymore? And his answer, I think, startled, was startling, but maybe it shouldn't have been. His answer was, and it was fast. It was, it was quick. He didn't have to think about it. Mm. He did not have to consider his answer, which was, well, then I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Mm. Now, Chris, the only people that cared were our guys. Right. He had a whole group of other people out there parading their, their, their perversion, shouting it from the rooftops, mocking us, right? And no one cared. Wow. Nobody cared. Not one, I'm getting carried away here, not one of these other people that are out there parading their perversion mm-hmm. said to him, oh, no, you have so much to live for. Don't do that. No. It was almost accepted by them already. Wow. That, yeah, that, I mean, I've heard what happened there. I was there, and I remember, the, I remember that gentleman. He would be screaming and cursing one moment and then listening the next. And, and yeah, that, that kind of is a picture of the whole thing because there were many young people there, many much younger than him. There were, there yes. were you know, high schoolers, yeah. and maybe even younger, that, that I had opportunity to talk to here and there. And uh, parents aren't there. These kids are, they are uh, desperate for meaning and answers, which is why a lot of them wouldn't go, in, wouldn't go into the event, but they wanted to hear what we had to say. And there were a lot of great conversations. I just wanted to emphasize that up front, that we're going to talk about later objections to doing this sort of thing, to doing an outreach. And I just wanted to make clear that, you know, th- these, are, these are people made in the image of God, and we had the opportunity to talk to them and listen to them and, and then challenge them with the biblical truth. And to your point, that was an example of here's a guy that his community, you know, quote unquote, does not have answers or hope for him. And, but, but the Christian community does, the true community. So, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, so <clears throat> a, lot, a lot of good opportunities. Obviously, some people did not like us there at all. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into some of that. So I want to get into now, Joel, the, the statement, kind of the recent drama related to this. So that event was last June, right? June 2022. Um, and, and the plan was obviously for Liddits Chooses Love, which is this pro-homosexual transgender group in Liddits, to host the event again this coming June. And so at, at some point in the process, around February timeframe or early March, the Liddits Moravian Congregation, which technically owns the park, Liddits Springs Park is owned by the Moravian Congregation. They have their board. But they then, I think in the 50s or so, many years ago, you know, decades ago, they gave the authority to manage the park to a park board. So that's the Lidditch Springs Park Board. Well, the, the, the Moravian Congregation, which this makes it even more interesting, which, which certainly accepts homosexuality as a legitimate lifestyle. So they're not necessarily on our side when it comes to what does the Bible say? They reject the Bible. But they said, look, we don't want, we don't want this event at our park anymore. And it was very interesting to, to read the reasons why. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about those things and get into it. Number one, they said primarily 
the, the event violated the de declaration of trust by engaging in political activities. In addition, they failed to supervise their authorized participants and demonstrated behaviors reasonable community members, including members of the board, found grossly inappropriate. And in the process, public safety was inadvertently put at risk. So we got three reasons there that the Littis Moravian board is saying, we don't want this event again. Number one, you violated the rules by having political activities, which we're going to talk about. I have a video to show because they deny that. And Kelly Martin, who is the... Um, I guess she still is the manager at the park there. Um, I, she allegedly said, no, like, well, there's no political stuff here, you know. And then, of course, their next thing is this was grossly inappropriate, which is pretty bad coming from a, a quote-unquote church board that has accepted homosexuality for them to say, hey, this goes too far. And then finally, specifically as it relates to the outreach that you and I were a part of, they said public safety was put at risk. Okay, so... Let's start with, let's st let's start with let's start with the um, let's go to the grossly inappropriate stuff first, and we'll come back to the political activities. Um, so this is again from the Moravian Congregation Board. They say last summer, Lidditz Chooses Love included an adult content drag queen performance as a scheduled part of its June 18th program, of which church leadership was unaware. I think it was June 19th, but so they said, hey, there's a drag queen performance. We didn't know what was going to happen, and we ended up allowing the event to go on. <clears throat> but this content was, was unacceptable. It said, <clears throat> apart from the adult content drag queen show, it was observed that a pair of presenters mocked certain Christian beliefs and the Holy Bible. It was also reported by multiple community sources uh, that they personally witnessed inappropriate behavioral language, vulgarity, and dress issues of presenters with political overtones specifically restricted by the trust. So just comment on this, first of all. I mean, while I appreciate the, the board's decision, which then turns out that the park board said, well, we don't care. You know, they didn't say it like that, but hey, you said we can't have the event. We're going to have it anyway. So that's going to get us into this drama further. But just comment, Joel, on, you know, I guess the church trying to straddle the fence here, like, that even they're recognizing, you know, this is not a good event for, for our park. Yeah. It, it, what's troubling to me, Chris, is that if we wouldn't have been out there protesting, would this have gone on for perhaps without a hitch? And in spite of their, like, political commentary and st so forth, would have been like, hey, you know, whatever, uh, as long as we don't ruffle, you know, you, you know, as long as the waters stay calm, you guys can pretty much do whatever you want. And that's what's troubling to me here. Because you're a Moravian, a Moravian congregation, Moravian churches, uh, you know, I'm sure they still uh, pay all kinds of homage to uh, Count Zinzendorf, you know, the uh, wonderful missionary there. Um, what would Count Zinzendorf say about, uh, about celebrating perversion in a facility owned by the Moravian church? Mm. What would he possibly say? And I, in other words, I would feel so much better about this if I felt by what their words, they were born of conviction based in the scriptures. Right. But it doesn't sound that way. It sounds like we're, we don't have conviction here. It sounds like we're weighing what maybe, maybe if too many people find out about this, right. you know, we might have a little problem. If we could have just swept this all under the rug, it sounds like to me, then we could have gone on just rather happily. 
And you know what, Chris? If you don't have convictions based on the scriptures, you're eventually going to go down the Romans 1, 2, and 3 road, which is into perversion, wickedness, and, 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 and frankly, uh, denying God all the way. How many, you know, someone says, Joel, that's an awful strong comment. How many, how many denominations right now at one time were solid denominations that would believe the word of God and stand by it? How many denominations now are not even on the map, quite frankly. Right. And, and Paul said that. He, he, you know, he, he, talks, he, he talked about the fact that there were people that he knew. And he says, I tell you now, even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross. Mm. I would ask the Moravians and anyone else, at what point might you become an enemy of the cross and how would you know? Mm. I, would, I, would, I would think that's a pretty important question to ask, ask and answer. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's a bigger part of this as well, this, the, the apostasy of at least the Lydditz Moravian Church, for sure. Now, you, you were talking to me the other day about this, and, and so basically what happened, just to, to, to lay it out briefly, the, the Moravian Church Board said, you can't have this event at our park this June. Then the, the park board, you know, in concert with Lydditz Chooses Love, said, no, we're going to do this anyway. So the park board granted the contract to let us choose his love. And they said, we have the legal grounds to do this because we've been authorized by the church board to manage the park. So now the response from the church board was interesting. And your comment to me then on it, you know, they, they basically said, well, we need time to think about it. And I don't know if you remember exactly what you told me, but just comment on that. You know, what, what, is that, what does that mean to you? And they say, yeah. well, we're going to think about this now. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay. What, well, what's to think about? Okay, you said you're not going to have this, this event here. The, the board that supposedly answers to you says, yes, we are. Oh, we have to think about this now. Right. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the path, of course, to compromise. So I think what I said to you, if I remember, was, remember it, was what's happening here is the board is in the driver's seat. Once we give up conviction of the scriptures, somebody else is always going to be in the driver's seat. So what's happening now, I think, uh, I, I think it's obvious is the, the, the Moravian um, owners are trying to figure out a way to compromise. So I think they're going to go back to the uh, board and say, well, hey, just please tell us that there, there's not going to be any political activity. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, just like there wasn't last year. Right, yeah. yeah you know? nope, no political activity yeah. there. We'll not, get to that in a minute. Not going to be any of that. And, uh, oh, what else are you concerned about? Oh, maybe drag queen, whatever. Yeah, 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 it's all going to be appropriate. Right. And, and, and so that will give the Moravian, uh, the Moravian owners cover to say, hey, well, well, well they, they told us this, and if there was, then, 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 then we were deceived. Not that much different from your basic politicians right. who are constantly passing codes. I hate to say they pass laws, passing codes. Actually, they pass loopholes is what they pass. But anyway, um, you know, to say, oh, well, uh, they, they tricked us. We didn't know. We, 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 we didn't see. We did the right thing, but we got tricked. So I think that's what we're getting set up for here. And the tail is definitely wagging the dog. And I don't see the conviction in the Moravian congregation to say no. Um, you violated what, uh, our agreement. No. You're fired. Right. Yeah. So we will see what happens. Now, to the, the drag thing. So Lydis Chooses Love made a statement as well after the Moravian Church Board did. Okay. And this is what they said. They're responding to the, the charges from the church board that their event was inappropriate. And so the church board said there was an adult content drag queen performance. Now, th to me, that's kind of... That, that, that sounds like a first. I, I've never heard of an adult... <laughs> right. Well, well I mean, what, it was for adults? Right. 
a drag queen performance by nature is an abomination, first of all. But second of all, there is no such thing as a kid-friendly drag queen performance. And that's what the Lidditch Lidditch Chooses Love responded. They said, our 2022 Pride event featured a family-friendly drag performance. That's an oxymoron if I've ever seen one in my life. There is no family-friendly drag performance. It's a man dressing up as a woman. And you can go on LancasterPatriot.com, and and Michael Yoder covered that. And I'm not going to get into the details of that thing, but you can look at it. And if you say that's family-friendly, well, we're we're back to the fundamental fundamental worldview issue that we're dealing with here. So they said, let us choose his love, said, no, no, it was family friendly. And we discussed the details at length with the church and the park board. And, uh, you know, there's no evidence of sexual or adult content was provided by the LMC board. Okay. So they're saying, no, it it was a fine family friendly drag performance. Um, They go on and say uh, that the this is Let Us Choose His Love saying the church board claimed that it was reported that there was vulgarity uh, and dress issues. And they said, we feel it is critical to state that the church, LMC church board never approached us with any of these concerns, nor did they respond to multiple requests for communications regarding the blocking of the 2023 event. So basically, hey, they never talked to us about it. So really not there defending their views and saying, hey, there was no vulgarity. They, they can't really defend that. There were no dress issues. They were there, but they're saying they never talked to us about them, so that, that's the issue. So, so, but this is Let Us Choose His Love, This is right? Let Us Choose His Love, yeah. 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 Okay. They're, they're, they're responding to the Moravian Church and saying, you did not handle this right. Our event was family-friendly. Yeah, we had drag queen performance, but it was family-friendly. You're, you're overreacting to it, basically. Okay. So Tail wagging a dog here. Yeah. yeah. The people running the, the, the park, you need to answer to us. Yeah. So let, let's 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 talk about the political stuff now briefly. Okay. So again, the Liz Moravian Church said, "Hey, there was political stuff happening," and this is very interesting because I remember that day we were there, right? And we were, you know, a little past the the public sidewalk. So if you were looking at it, you wouldn't know where the park starts. But we're we're a few feet in. I spoke with someone and I, yeah. I remember asking them, yeah. you know, why can't we be here in the park? Because I mean, at one point there there were guys that were just had no signs and just kind of standing there mingling with the people. Mm-hmm. And I guess the only reason you could tell that they were not part of the Pride event is that they weren't wearing some, you know, Pride thing. Right. And so, you know, my question was, well, why can't we just be here? Why are we not allowed to be here? And the answer that I remember getting was, well, you, there can be no political demonstrations, which still is, okay, what if I'm not doing that? You yeah. know, I'm not saying I, I certainly was interacting, but there were other right. people that were just kind of standing there. So... So that was one of the responses that you need to get off this property because of there's, you are doing political activism, which is, is a very interesting part of this whole thing because, of course, the Moravian Church Board then accused Let Us Choose His Love in their event of being very political. And Let Us Choose His Love is like, no, we don't have any political thing, but yet we're going to kick off the Christians because they're being political. And so I want to show a video here quick, Joel. We're going to show this video and then talk about it. This is a video of parts. This is clips. There's a lot more you can find. But for the sake of time, I just want to play a few clips from a speech given in, in the band shell there in the park. So we couldn't even see this or hear it. I mean, this was way back in the park. But this is on the park property, part of the Lidditz Chooses Love Pride Fest. So let's watch this. Slavery is slavery. You can call it by another name. It still is what it is. Let's talk about black migration from white KKK terror and torment. Yet the blacks were deemed the criminals and the blacks are deemed the criminals and the blacks are deemed the criminal. 
y'all repeat after me. Let me hear you say, Black Trans Liberation! Black Trans Liberation! Okay. When I say, what do we want? You say liberation. When I say, when do we want it? You say, what do we want? When do we want it? What do we want? When do we want it? Silence is violence. Silence is violence. Silence is violence. All right, so that was John Tell Toland. Uh, that was, you can find that on Facebook. Uh, Michael Yoder also covered it in our article last year, and there's a lot more you could find there. Uh, he also openly talked about reparations being paid to minority communities. So I don't, does that sound political to you, Joel? Uh, roughly, yes. Yeah, yeah, approximately, yes. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, liberation, you know, reparations, obviously not in that quote. Here's another quote from him. Because you inherited all the swamp scum of capitalism and racism, next on the world, you are part of the problem. On and on it goes. So I don't know what that, what that is besides political, right? But by my understanding, what 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 category would you put that in if not political? This is from Michael Yoder from the Lancaster Patriot. He said this is from uh, article I think last year where Michael Yoder is writing. He said Martin said in the LNP article that she informed the group referring to to us. Yeah, they could not protest in the park because they were violating park bylaws. Martin told LMP that the park's bylaws prohibit political rallies, demonstrations, and speeches. To speeches. Keep, to keep the park a welcoming place for all so people can come enjoy the park for respite and enjoyment. Now, I mean, this is just, just screaming in irony. Like, we're, we're there sharing the gospel with people, the biblical message that the Moravians used to believe, which there we were not really getting into political policy, per se. We were talking to people, and most of my conversations with, with especially the young people was, well, I didn't even really get into the sodomy thing. I was talking to them about meaning. How do you know truth? You know, you know what, what's God's standard for our lives? And, and so we were being political, according to her, but yet this speech by, by Mr. Toland was not political. Well, yeah, and, I, you, know, and I've, you and I both had extensive conversations with the people they were with, and I don't know anyone that at any point ever said, well, um, write your congressman and tell him X right. or uh, vote for Trump or whatever. I mean, this is right. 2022. Trump's not a runner or whatever. I don't, I don't know a single conversation that took place that was political in the sense of let's move the political dial one way or the other. Right. I don't have a single conversation. And I was in on a lot of conversations because that's one of the things I tried to do. I had conversations, but I tried to mingle around to, you know, I'm, you know, being a pastor, you know, how are the conversations going? What's happening? I didn't hear any of it. Right. Yeah. But however, in this speech, and obviously those are just clips, there was a lot of it there. So I just want to point out, you know, the hypocrisy of, of the, the park board here saying that, you know, you can't be there and, and talk to people about the message of the Bible because that's political. But yeah, we can have someone come in and give a speech and talk about reparations and black trans liberation, I think was what he was yeah. having the people chant. Yeah. So that's not political. Yeah. Um, but uh, sharing the Bible is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe this will come up again. I want to talk about towards the end here that, you know, Lord willing, we're planning to be there again. If they end up having this event at Lidditch Springs Park, Lord willing, we will be there. And that is one of the questions that I would like to reach out ahead of time and say, who is allowed on this park property? Am I allowed to step on, on the foot of this property mm -hmm. uh, and talk with people? Mm -hmm. I won't have a sign. 
You know, am I allowed to go and interact? And if they say no, you know, I want to know the reason. Like, is it that that's political demonstration to go talk to someone about the message of the Bible? So that's a question I have, and I and that's one of the things I'd like to talk to uh, anybody from that's organizing this about. Um, you say you've already invited them to, to talk I, about I, it. I sent yeah. a message to Lydia's Chooses Love. Obviously, they're organizing the event. They're, yeah. they're, so I would be curious to hear what they think. And uh, I'll also reach out to, I'll try to reach out to the park board. Uh, any other comments here about the, the response by Lidditz uh, Chooses Love? Um, yeah, I mean, so, so the three, three reasons the park board said political, we've talked about that now. Um, I think very clearly anybody looking at this can see, well, obviously the political activism was being done by the organizers mm-hmm. of the group. The, the, mm-hmm. the men that were out there were sharing the message of the Bible. Now, the second thing was, or the first, yeah, the first thing was political. The second thing was that this was inappropriate, mm-hmm. which again kind of shows the, the, you know, where is the church board at on this? Are they using mm-hmm. that as a cop-out? But mm-hmm. I, I do commend them at least for... Yeah, they even said grossly inappropriate, Grossly right? inappropriate. So, so they, they should be commended for that. Right. Uh, true. That is true. Grossly yes. inappropriate. Yeah, men dress up as women, uh, gyrating in front of children. Right. That would qualify grossly inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. And there was a drag queen performance as well at, in Lancaster, and that was one of the... the Another sad, very sad thing to see people bringing their children in, pushing their, their children in strollers to come and watch this stuff. And I remember talking to them, like, oh, yeah, I want my child exposed to all this stuff. And, who ca-? and it was just, uh, it was very sad um, to see this. And even the, the Moravian Church Board that is compromised has enough honesty uh, to say this was grossly inappropriate. And, and it was, which leads me to the last thing. Uh, as far as their response to this, was that, and this is the church board saying, and in the process, public safety was inadvertently put at risk. Now, I want to talk about that because they, they rightly, like we said, they rightly say, hey, this, this Pride Festival was grossly inappropriate, right? And we agree with them on that. And I say, good job. I commend them for seeing that. But then they're going to go and say that the outreach was repulsive, right? So, so the event was grossly inappropriate, but yet the church group that was there to peacefully, I mean, I would say the first thing we were there to do was, was preach the gospel, not even protest. I think protest is secondary to the fact to be there and confront lovingly with the truth. So they said our, our outreach was, um, was repulsive. So here it is right here. The 2022 event inadvertently triggered a repulsive and potentially dangerous protest requiring police intervention. Mm-hmm. So... What do you think when you hear that, Joel? Because, I mean, they're saying the event was grossly inappropriate for, for families, and you have men there who aren't bringing their children to this. None of us brought our children to this event. We went there as Purposely. men. We went there as men. <laughs> uh, we didn't bring our wives either. We went there as men to, to stand up, to share the message with, with, with the people there, and also, in the process, expose the wickedness and make a statement. So... How is our event repulsive if they're acknowledging that the event was grossly inappropriate? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it reminds me of, um, well, so, some news folks. And this actually has to do with, a, in, in a greater context, of who gets to be God in this sense. If you're going to make proclamations about things that the Bible, that, that go against the Bible, then you are telling God is, is what you're doing at that moment. Now, this is what I'm talking about here, if I can explain this. Um, you see this on the news, right? I remember seeing a news uh, event one time, right, where an 
older, older woman, she was like late 70s, early 80s, was punched out. She was at a, uh, like a patriotic rally type thing, right? And she was punched, punched out by a young thug, right? And doesn't the news commentator get on there and says, we need to stop the violence on both sides. <laughs> Let's see. The one woman's getting punched, an old lady, stop the violence on both sides, right? And that's what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. And the one, it's grossly inappropriate. Well, wait a minute. Can't you, can't you, and this is why I know they're going to compromise. Because if, if they're going to say that the, that the pro, that, well, the, let's call it a protest for a second, was repulsive mm-hmm. without saying what it was repulsive about it, mm-hmm. they've got their, they're, they're trying to do both. Mm-hmm. They're trying to have godlike status and be able to proclaim from on high, yes, you were wrong, and yes, you were wrong, in order to save their own reputations. Come on, guys. Be, be men here. And they're, say, and they're even saying part of their complaint was that the, the Holy Bible and Christian beliefs were mocked by these presenters. So, okay, what, what do you then believe about the Holy Bible? Because I'm pretty sure nobody has challenged us on our message that, that it was unbiblical. I mean, one of the signs... That's the one thing that hasn't happened. No, right. no, no one that I know of has said that. Right. One of the signs said Christ hates pride, which, again, my challenge to this Moravian Church board that is saying... We have a problem with this pride event because they mocked the Holy Bible, and yet our outreach was repulsive because ostensibly we had a sign that said Christ hates pride. Well, does not the Bible say that, that God hates pride? And is not Christ the Lord, the God of all? Like these are basic how, yeah, Christian how, beliefs. How, how far are we from saying that the Bible's wrong then, right? right. How far? Right. We're, 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 we're close to that edge here. Well, I think, of course, that's the apostasy. They, as you, you pointed out, you, you kind of know where they stand. But what, as you said, they're trying to hang on to this veneer of Christianity. And so they say, well, we still believe in Christian beliefs in the Holy Bible. We kind of have to because we're the Moravian Church. Um, but we actually don't like what it says. So we won't actually engage with that. We'll just say we believe in the Holy Bible and these repulsive men from IRBC don't. And without right. engaging what we're actually talking about. Right. Because uh, obviously the false claim notwithstanding, because we did not have a sign that said burn gays. LMP printed that article. Uh, it said that there was a sign that said burn gays. We did not have that sign. There was a man, part of the event, part of the festival that said born gay. We did have some signs. One said Christ hates pride, which I'm happy to stand by. And uh, there was another one that said we're here to share the message with you. Very basic biblical um, there, there, was, there was nothing, uh, those are the two only signs that I remember. Yeah, I think, yeah. so there might have been one or two more with a scripture verse yeah. or something. But, so what is it that, that we said that goes against the Bible? What is it that we said that's repulsive? Yeah. Our, our problem was not that we went against the Bible. Our problem was that we went with the Bible. Right. That, that, that's the problem here. Right. So just um, one more thing I wanted to say about this. Oh, yeah, the, the, the police comments here. So this is from, from the church board saying that major consideration was public safety. And while I reject that our outreach was in any way dangerous, we, we, we were not engaged in any physical violence, I do appreciate the fact that it at least made them, it's one of the reasons playing into their decision to reject the event. Now, it might happen anyway, um, which I, to, I think if we get even more people out there, we're going to push this decision even further. Hey, stop having this event at our park. But they say the Littlesboro Police is on record stating that in 2023, it will not have the resources to provide park security. Um, in its minutes meetings on January 10, 2023, the park board stated, quote, the police force is limited in its staffing it has for the Lidditz Chooses Love event. This is noted due to the possible increase in, uh, I think it's supposed to say protesters, for this event with limited police staff. Or it says prosecutors. I'm not sure what they're referring to. But my understanding is they're saying, hey, we're going to need a lot more police for this. 
But let's just talk about what the police involvement was at, at the 2022 outreach. I never spoke with the police officers at all. Um, I think there were a few men that did interact with them. And basically what it resulted in was a couple of police officers walking in, having a casual conversation, saying, hey, if you guys could just move, you know, about 10 feet over to this sidewalk, we, you know, we'd appreciate it. And the two police, I only remember seeing two, maybe three police officers max, leisurely walk back across the little stream there, just hang out for a couple hours, watch, watch the interactions and went home. So, you know, what, what more police involvement do you need than that? Unless someone is planning to do something physically violent, which yeah. we are not. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless that, that, that plan is, is in, in play, which it very well may be, would not be the first time. Yeah. Now, of course, we don't want to speculate on that. But my point is simply, we demonstrated no threat to anybody's physical safety. I kind of understand why some men said, well, right. I'm going to stay here until maybe right. the police tell me to, because I don't think they would say, well, what rule am I breaking yeah. by being here on this park property and interacting with people? Yeah, going back to your point earlier, what, why, what, in 2023, why I'm just here, I'm a, I, I, I live here, right. uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to be in here today, right. uh, between the hours of 12 and 5, what's, what's the deal? Yeah, um, your, your, your um, description of the police presence is accurate. Because I saw that they went kind of across the street there and just kind of leaned on the um, leaned on that. There, there's a there's a creek going through there, and they kind of leaned on the um, stone wall, the stone wall there. Yeah. And I went uh, up to them and, and tried to yak with them a little bit, and they didn't want to talk too much. But I mean, that was just kind of like standing there, like looking around. Right. <laughs> I mean, there was there was they didn't break up a single fight. Right. I don't remember even raising their voices. Right. At all. Right. And I was and I was right there. I was watching for this. Didn't happen. Right. So again, that's just kind of and the other thing, I mean, if if, if the park manager was being consistent, she would go in and kick out John Tell Toland and yes. say, You you cannot be in this yeah. park because you're doing political speech. Yeah. So I think to the point of some of the men that waited for the police to come, you know, okay, on what grounds am I being right. and at that point they're probably like, All right, well we're not necessarily trying uh, to get into any sort of altercation here, we'll move back. But I, I do still challenge on what grounds will someone say you can't be in this park. Now, I get it if it's a private park, but what's your standard then? Yeah. If it's by invitation only, then make it by invitation only. If it's, no, you can come in here uh, and the public is welcome to come into this event, then on what grounds can you say someone can come in there and not have a conversation? So much more we could say about that specific event. We're going to transition now for the last 10 minutes or so, Joel, uh, if we can keep it that quick. If not, we'll go a little longer on... Uh, moving forward and some op some maybe objections to to this sort of thing so some people are going to say you know don't don't engage this stuff okay mm -hmm. uh and these are some of the the objections people might give they may say nothing positive is going to come from this and, and i i appreciate people that agree with our position but they're just not sure the best way to handle it so i appreciate these you know these objections and i want us to talk about them sure. they say nothing positive comes from it you know you do an outreach at this event nothing good's going to happen um just stay away. You know, this, this, is, this is deviancy, this is sin, but just stay away from it. Neither side is open to change. Uh, and finally, you know, it could get volatile. So it could get violent theoretically. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not, we reject that as a means for these outreaches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess their point is, well, someone else might get violent on mm -hmm. the other side. So those are kind of three objections. So l let's address those. You know, one is, you know, Kind of first two are just go together. Nothing positive is going to happen, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, stay away from it. It's wrong, but stay away from it. And the second one is, well, it, it, it could get dangerous. So, 
What's your initial thought on those? I have three points I kind of wanted us to go through, but your initial thought to someone saying, hey, why are you even going out to Lidditz to do this outreach, what some would call a protest? I think we've tried to explain what, what we're doing there. What, what do you respond to that? Why go out there? Yeah, well, yeah why indeed? Um, and, and, and ultimately, it sounds kind of like a pragmatic argument because would, would they be saying, well, if you can show me some good that happens, even if it's violent, should it still be done? Or are we just making a pragmatic argument, hey, you know what, um, it, it's, it, it, it could be violent. And by the way, it does no good anyway. But these are, these are pragmatic arguments. So I would challenge this way. First of all, from Ephesians 5, 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them or reprove them. Um, this is one way of definitely exposing and reproving. Right. It is one way of doing that. Now, if someone else has like a better way to do that, I'm sure you and I believe I am certainly willing to listen to that. It's not the easiest thing to get out there and, and interact with these folks, although we found that the, you know, once you're out there, it's, it's, not, it's, 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 it's a good thing to do. In fact, um, recently uh, someone I know came to me and said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to um, uh, challenge my local township board over their endorsement of the um, perversion uh, pride fest coming up, right? And we, got, we were talking about that, and he was saying, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit uh, scary and so forth. And as we discussed it, um, you know, Chris, it came into my head, you know what? We should be scared not to. Mm. We, we, should, we should be afraid not to speak up. When we have the scriptures telling us here, wh wh where's our fear of God here? Where is it? Is the only fear we can talk about is a fear of man? And only like, well, people will don't like it, might get violent or whatever. That's the first thing. The second thing I would say is show me a time in the scriptures when perversion was opposed. I'm talking about Moloch worship. I'm talking about baby sacrifice here. I'm, I'm talking about all manner of wicked, wickedness here. When that was confronted, was it generally peaceful or did it sometimes get a little rowdy or a lot rowdy? I, I don't know of the times. I mean, I think of the Old Testament prophets. I think of the riots that occurred. Ooh, by the Apostle Paul. Yes, with Paul. He was not bringing physical violence. Not at he, all. He was bringing a message, much like we are, and yet people wanted to attack him, and they did. And, and, and they did, yeah. and they did. And I've said, you've probably heard me say this before, Chris, uh, there, may have been, there may have been a time or two when Paul went into a new city and nobody got hurt, but most of the time... Somebody got hurt. Most of the time, it, it, it was Paul. So I, I get the concern. Nobody wants to get hurt. But if we're going to talk about what the Bible actually says here, can you show me where wickedness was opposed and it was just all peaceful and nice like we could have a, like, 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 like a, uh, a pristine debate? You know, you get five minutes, then you get five minutes. And no crowd noises. I mean, right. come on. That's not the way that it was. And you could argue that Paul did no good on Mars Hill. And the fact is, it says he was vexed I and mean, he, was, he was upset. Now, that's one thing we're not supposed to be either, right? Don't get upset. Just relax. Well, Paul was. He, he, he was grieved with it. His spirit was, was grieved. And so he argues with people. They put him out of Mars Hill. And I just have to say this because I have been challenged before. Hey, Joel, you're doing it wrong. And, and that I could, I mean, I'm willing to listen to someone. I should be willing to say you're doing it wrong. Uh, but I just need to know why right. or what is it that I'm doing wrong. And here's what I've been told. 
on at least two occasions that I can recall. Well, certainly one. I might be getting mixed up. Uh, might have been two. Certainly one. Joel, you need to be like Paul on Mars Hill. You need to be nice like Paul on Mars Hill, right? Um, yeah, he, he wasn't confrontational, right? I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? First of all, they throw him off, right? Don't forget, don't forget these are the smartest people in the world. At least they thought they were. But he says, I want to tell you about the God who you ignorantly, what a thing to say. To, you ignorantly worship this God. You don't know him. I'm here to tell you. Right. I, you smart guys here, you have multiple gods everywhere, except you're missing the main one. And I am here today to, frankly, deliver you from your ignorance. <laughs> what arrogance, right? Yes, right? Oh, but he was just a nice guy. He didn't ruffle any feathers. Well, he ruffles, rustles, ruffled somebody's feathers to get thrown out and be called a babbler. But here's the thing about Paul. This is for everyone who, who, who wants to challenge the idea of promoting the gospel to people who are gathered for a, a perf fest. The fact is that the people that th threw Paul off, they call him a babbler, and we don't even know their names. We don't know who they were. Mm -hmm. Paul is the most influential. I mean, I, I would argue, Chris, that he's the most influential. He's the most argued about, the most read man who ever lived. And these geniuses call him a babbler. We, be we better think about it before we, we give in to people who are, uh, hate Christ, and we, don't, we won't even know who they are in a generation or two. Right. Well, you read Ephesians 5 there, and so I had, th I had three reasons why we should oppose this sort of thing. And so you mentioned Ephesians 5, to expose the works of darkness. It's actually my second reason. But, yeah, we are called to expose the works of darkness. Uh, we're not to take part in them, but expose them. Now, we could maybe disagree on specifics, but the general principle, again, we can't, we can't disagree on if we're going to believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. We have to expose the works of darkness. The first mm -hmm. one I had was why do something like this was to, was to preach the gospel, right? The Apostle Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. So, again, we're not primarily out there, um, or we're not only out there to expose the darkness. I don't know if we put one above the other, but we mm -hmm. are there to preach the gospel. We do want to see these people uh, have their sins forgiven. And like that gentleman you talked about, to be freed from the tyranny of sin and self-worship and this nihilistic worldview uh, that we should care about. So, And then third, so those two reasons. I mean, why, why go out there? Well, you know, we are to engage the culture, right, with the gospel. So what you talk about Paul... What did Paul do? Where did Paul go? He went where the people were. Well, it happens to be that there's a lot of people at this Pride event, and there are a lot of people there that uh, do not have any, I would probably a lot of them don't have any, you know, figures in their lives that are going to tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. And they have people that will tickle, the, tickle their ears. Yeah, and Spurgeon makes the point about preaching outside. Spurgeon, a big-time advocate of outdoor preaching, mm -hmm. And made the comment, he said, you're going to get people outside that you're not going to get inside. They're not coming to your church. Right. Yeah, to the point was, well, don't go out there. Just, just invite them to church, you yeah. know. Well, you know, one, uh, I, I don't know who, you know who these people are until I'm out there engaged with them. And some of these people are, are never going to darken the door of a church unless someone goes and brings the message to them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, preaching the word, sharing the word, uh, exposing the works of darkness. And then three, you know, turning away wrath in mm. our ability. The Proverbs mm. twenty nine eight says, scoffers set a city aflame, but the wise turn away wrath. Mm. So 
Part of this too, Joel, I know for me and I'm sure for you as well, is that we care about the future of this county. We care about our children. Uh, I don't have grandchildren yet. You do. But we care about our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. And if we just sit back and not, do not engage those that are scoffing and raising their fists to God and think that no consequences are going to come from this, I don't think we're, we're really loving the future generations. Now, where Hezekiah here? You know, hey, you know what, when, when, when I, uh, Hezekiah was confronted, of course, with letting in the uh, basically spies from Babylon, right? And he was confronted on this uh, by the prophet, I believe it was Isaiah, and, Jer and Hezekiah said, well, it's going to happen after I'm dead, so. And, and is that our approach now? To your point about the future, is that our approach? Hey, maybe I can just hang on, it won't get too bad until I'm dead, and then my children and grandchildren can deal with it. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and that should not be our mindset. We, we should be, if there is, if we're going to have to deal with violence against us, which I hope there's going to be none of that, we certainly don't have any plans for any sort of, you know, physical violence. We reject that as, as a method of our outreach. Yeah, but it, exactly. if, if people are going to, if we are going to suffer in any way, I'd rather it be in our generation than my children's generation. And so if standing up to darkness means that we're persecuted, whether that's physically or in other means, we should, be, we should be willing to make those fights now. And you've said many times that if we don't take the spiritual fight to them, again, people, I don't want people to twist our words. If we don't take the spiritual fight and, and, and engage these things in the public square, what have you, you often said? Where are we going to have to engage it then? Yeah, we're going to engage it in our homes and in our churches, right. as, as Lot found out. They're, they're not going to be happy with just the, just the public square. They're not going to be happy until they've ruined everything. Christ saying the thief doesn't come to accept the steal, kill, destroy. And the thief doesn't say, well, okay, you know, there's something to destroy inside the church, but I'm going to stay outside. No, no, no. Or the family. I mean, you, you, you now have um, bills being introduced in various legislatures mm -hmm. to criminalize parents who will not accept uh, the idea of, of, of transitioning from a boy to a girl or, or, or vice versa. Right. Yeah, I thought, oh, I just thought you guys were going to leave us alone. No, they're, they're, they're not going to leave us alone. Right. As long as there's, and, and they're coming into your family and into your church. So we can either like continue to retreat and keep on what we've been doing, Chris, is we've been trading space for temporary peace and space for temporary peace. You can have the square, just leave us alone. Right. Now you're not going to leave us alone. And I, I want to, if, if I may, just quickly, um, we're, we're up against this idea that if, if it gets violent, then, it's, then, it's, then you shouldn't have done it. Right. If we go out there peacefully and share the gospel and it results in the other side being violent towards us, then it was wrong. To go yeah, then it was wrong. Yeah. Right, right. But I, I, I want to hear for a second the, the, the words of Christ. Uh, Christ uh, talking to his opponents here. He says, Woe to you also lawyers, for you load men with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. That's for all our, uh, our uh, global warming people that fly in a private jet and helicopter. Right. Uh, that, that's for them, right? Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. Now listen to this. In fact, you bear witness that you approve the deeds of your fathers, for they indeed killed them, and you build their tombs Therefore, the wisdom of God also said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute, that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. So let's get rid of this idea that if it's violent, it's somehow wrong. This is Christ saying, the wisdom of God said, I am going to send them people, and they're going to kill them. Right. So enough, enough with this idea that if it's violent, then Christ is somehow against it. Right. Enough. 
Yeah. Read the Bible. Yeah, and I want to again make clear, because I'm sure if someone gets this, they're going to try to tr- yeah. twist your words. Yeah. What you're saying there in the context is the, the, the Lord is sending his messengers, and he knows that some of them will be treated poorly. We'll, 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 be, we'll, we'll suffer violence. And that does not mean that they should not go and, right. and spread the message. And, right, and, and, and he sent, he's not sending them soldiers. Right. He's sending them prophets. Right, yeah, there's a place for self-defense and warfare. We're talking here about we're, we're declaring the message. We're doing a gospel outreach. So... On irbc.church slash stoppride, there's more information about this upcoming outreach. Whether it happens in Lidditz or Lancaster, Lord willing, we're going to be there. And so I wanted to read just a part of this, especially related to the physical violence. On, on that site, it says, We reject the use of physical violence to achieve our ends, but soberly affirm the need to publicly expose the unfruitful works of darkness being openly flaunted in Lancaster County. Obedience to Christ and duty to future generations requires we take action, end quote. So there's definitely a, a spiritual violence that we believe we should be partaking in, right? We should be going with the armor of God and spiritually destroying arguments and, you know, sp- spiritually attacking this worldview, right? Mm-hmm. We don't do it physically. So in order to, to overcome this, we do it with spiritual means. But I would just appeal to those people in the county that might be listening to this, uh, instead of saying, well, I'm not going to get involved, even if you just come out and stand there, and pray, right? It's an expo- exposing these, these works because it obviously makes a difference when, what, 12 to 18 men were out there. Uh, what would it look like if 50 or 100 men were out there? Uh, it played a part in the Moravian Church Board trying to cancel this event. So let's try harder, right, with more people uh, and continue to, to expose this. So um, anything else you want to say about that outreach coming up um, this June? No, um, I... Besides just saying this, I, I encourage anyone who loves Christ, especially uh, young men, well, any age men especially, uh, to be out there uh, this, this June when this uh, perversion is going on because you will find that, you know, we talk a lot about witnessing in churches now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a tremendous opportunity to witness to the love of Christ, the power of the gospel. Again, to Spurgeon's point, you have, you have people coming to you in a sense. Right. They're, already, they're already there. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to minister to people who are engaged and, and, and chained by this quote-unquote lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Well, here's an opportunity. Love to have you come and participate in this wonderful opportunity. Yeah, that's a great point. And if you go to that website, irbc.church slash stoppride, you can sign up for updates because you are planning to do at least one training session. Yes, at least one, perhaps to try, more. To try to, try to help people yes. um, understand, hey, what's the approach here? Yep. We're not here to, to, to call people names. Now, of course, the yep. Bible calls us all sinners. People say you can't even tell someone they're a sinner. But we're here to share the message of Christ and expose darkness. We reject physical violence and, and some strategies and techniques. And obviously, uh, a lot can be said from the Bible on, on how to engage this. No doubt, and, and, and Chris, just, just think about this, because we, we, went, we went to Ephesians 5, but in the next chapter, um, we, we have the whole armor of God, put on the whole armor of God, whole armor of God that, you know, and, and Paul goes through it, breastplate, uh, helmet, sword, and, and feet, and, and so forth. Uh, this is the armor of God we're talking about here, but to your point about just coming out and perhaps standing and praying, after he specifically mentions the whole, whole armor of God, right after he, he says that, he says this, uh, let me see, he put the whole armor of God, and verse 18, the last thing he says, helmet of salvation, verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication. So he's talking also about the armor, those who, who pray, 
And so we encourage you to come out. You know, there are a lot of people that Paul knew. There weren't that many of them that, that, that you know, were involved. Let's say like Silas and he were involved there in the, with the Philippian jailer. Paul certainly took a beating, but there's a lot of other people that supported him that weren't right there with him in every situation. And so if you're like, hey, man, this sounds pretty dicey, well, that doesn't mean you can't come out and support what we're doing uh, to stand against this, this evil and to expose it. There's plenty you can do. Yeah. yeah. Well, more information again, irbc.church slash stop right. I have to read one thing. I forgot to read this, Joel. This is from Let Us Choose Love. And they said, the LMC board claimed our 2022 Pride event was political. I don't know how I forgot to read this. But provided no evidence or claims to support this fact. Well, we just provided them that they had a, a political speech, at least one, by Mr. Tolan there. Um, and so, again, the LMC, the Litus Jesus Love is saying, well, oh, you're saying it's inappropriate. You're saying it's political. But where's the evidence? Instead of denying, although in the next sentence they try to deny it. This is what Litus Jesus Love said. The Litus Jesus Love team worked tireless, tirelessly during the planning and execution of the 2022 Pride event to ensure no political activity took place. If that was them working tirelessly and inviting uh, Jolyn Tolan to come in and speak, then, uh, yeah, I don't know what it would look like if they didn't act tirelessly. Yeah, right. maybe, maybe it would be like a Biden rally or something. I don't know. Um, so, but then they said this, even going as far as to remove third-party political canvassers from the park. Hmm. Now, is that a reference to, yeah, to the I, outreach? I don't I know, know if anybody else that was there. We were, we're now third-party political canvassers yeah. uh, again. So obviously we, we've debunked that. I mean, I challenge them. And, and Lydia's Jesus Love should have some honesty here and be like, you yeah. know what? Yeah, our event was very political. I mean, at least they could say that you're right, and we won't do that again. And I would like to see some consistency then on who they let into the park. But I just had to read that because, again, it's just... You know, the hypocrisy there is just bursting at the seams. Oh, we, we, we worked tirelessly. There was no political activity at all. And we even, you know, kicked the people out who were being political. So uh, just rank hypocrisy there from Let Us Choose Love. But again, I, you know, I challenge them to come and talk about that. You know, um, and they say, you know, that they would love to engage people in the community that have an, a concern about the event. Well, we do. And we invite you to, to come engage us. You know, engage, That'd be great. engage your worldview. If you, yeah. if you believe that, that transgenderism and, and sodomy is a blessing to the community. Let, let me hear your reasons for that. So, Joel, any final word here? And we're going to wrap up for today. Well, you know what? This, this conversation has been an excellent reminder for me to love Christ even more because he, he railed and he did rail against certain sins. But the sins that, sin that he, it seemed to me he railed against the most was hypocrisy. Because when, you, when you're a hypocrite, and you deny things that are actually true, then how do you ever, how do you ever deal with what's actually true? Mm -hmm. So our Lord was a hater of hypocrisy, and we sure have run into that with that comment you just read there. Right. How do you deal with a hypocrite? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, well, if, if the Lord wills, we will be there. I hope that somehow uh, the event does not happen in Lidditz. That'd be great. But if it, yep. yeah, that would be great. And if, if it does, unfortunately, there's one in Lancaster City the same day. Um, so, Lord willing, we'll be at one of those. So, again, go to irbc.church slash stoppride um, to see more information from, from Pastor Joel and the church outreach there. Uh, and, again, you can find more information about Pastor Joel at that site. Service sermons are on there. For more information about the Lancaster Patriot, go to thelancasterpatriot.com. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. <laughs>